You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99, The Comedy Channel. We're here with the... Uh, Erstwhile Kristen. The inimitable uh, Miss Kristen Montella and the exasperating Mr. Dan Natterman. We also have sitting at the table, uh, for those of you who follow the show every week, the guy, Stephen Calabria, who Dan canned as our booker. Well, and uh, that's a mischaracterization. Uh, Excuse and, me. So, and uh, if... If we get to it, we'll get to that. Otherwise, you just sit here and stew in it. Okay, go ahead, Dan. Uh, you <laughs> were telling us build. before we had. Well, a... I was saying that uh, if you remember from last week, I had a new favorite snack. What, what was the snack again? It was, uh, cornbread crisps. Yeah, oh, yeah cornbread crisps. Right. Unfortunately, they're no longer your favorite. Unfortunately, the bloom is off the rose. <laughs> Why is that? I, I just uh, didn't stand the test of time. You know, I uh, I started to get. It just didn't last. The first few bags were great, and then and then all of a sudden, I just uh, did I a see wall. a larger conversation. Yeah, developing. well, before my wife walks in, I think that's her actually now. I just want to say sometimes <laughs> novelty uh, doesn't work. I, I've noticed this in my life with uh, relationships, with foods, with with uh, songs. Um, some but, things bear repeated. But whatever it is, juice. <laughs> Cheez-Its are still good after all these years. Yeah, that che- is true. Cheez-Its, well, are, are, that's yeah. right. They stand uh, Cheetos. I like Gilligan's Tom. Island. Some things, for, for whatever reason. No, I'm serious. Some things no, don't stand the test of time. No, I mean, the other night, of course, there was a recent bombing in Chelsea. Yep. Uh, that's why everybody's buzzing about that. The other night, um, here at the comedy club, when the, when the so, bombing... Way, act- Stephen was the first to say it was not an act of terrorism. I did not it. say yeah, that. Go ahead. I, I did we'll, not we'll say talk, that. You, we'll, 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 we'll get okay, to that. But um, So there was a group of people that were talking... For somehow, I guess they had their phones were on, which they shouldn't have been, but they were talking about the Chelsea bombing. Uh, and Phones they were, were on where? Downstairs in the showroom. Oh, I During see. the show, they started saying, hey, oh my God, there's a bomb in chill. Holy I shit. See, I see, and I they see. started chatting, and they were thrown out. And there was a bit of a... There was a, bit, there was a brouhaha. Who sorts. threw them out? I believe it was Mert. Mer- what is with them throwing people out here? It's like, are they lost? Why, why did they throw them out? Well, because they were making a lot, they were making a lot of noise. Did they refuse to be quiet? And, and then after they were told to be quiet, they continued. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. I, I, I believe that's how it went. Okay. But the question is... They, they weren't of any protected race or ethnicity that might get us in trouble, were they? <laughs> I don't believe so, no. Okay, then it's all right. As long, you could, as, long as, they, long as they were white, you could throw them right out. Go ahead. But it brought up an interesting... <laughs> no legal thing to worry <laughs> it there. It brought up an interesting question in my mind with yeah. regard to... Of course, recently we've had the 9-11 anniversary. What if a 9-11 level uh, event took place during the comedy show? What Would you... Uh, Stop the show immediately? Would you? At what point? At, at what point of severity of an attack do you come downstairs and, and make an announcement, or do you just let do you just let uh, uh, David Tell continue to talk about this is what uh, his, I would his do. midget friend? This is what I would do. If if, if I found out there was a 9/11 attack upstairs, or, I, or that or that level, yeah, I would go downstairs and tell the managers very quietly, tell the waitress to go collect the checks, and I, I said some sort of computer glitch. Then once all the checks are collected, then I would consider <laughs> how to break the news oh, God. to the audience that I've already uh, taken their money. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. I'd have to play it by ear. I, I mean, you can't keep it a secret. It would, it would um, clearly somebody would get it on their phone. Uh, I don't think I would go down and make an announcement. Well, you know, 9-11, I mean, um, you know, the phones, they do a pretty good job of keeping everybody's phones off. No, they don't keep them off. They just keep them 
in uh, not taking pictures, you know. People do text their babysitters and stuff like yeah. that. I, it's, it's, uh, I thought the rule is if we see a phone on, you're out. I mean, that is the stated rule downstairs, I believe. Uh, I don't know if that's the rule, but it's certainly not the way we enforce it. We, o- we only uh, uh, take serious action when somebody is trying to record or photograph an act. I mean, at this stage, we'd probably get one of those, you know, they're sending alerts for everything now. So everyone in that room would probably get one of those, like, shrill amber alert type sounds, and it would just be very obvious. I actually have a I mean, question. Uh, are you allowed to speak? Dan, can you speak? Dan has veto power <laughs> oh over your God. speaking. Oh, my God. All right. You're, make, you're taking this too no, far. Sit, no, you see how you're going to throw a hissy fit now. No, Go ahead. I'm just sit right there. I, Good. I'm sit down there and take it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, God. He may speak. Oh, he may speak. Go ahead. He said you can speak. Why? I have a question. Yes. Do you have the same reaction to anyone who records anything in the cellar? So, for example, uh, if someone wants to record Paul Mercurio, are they going to receive the same punishment as uh, somebody who wants to record David We'd probably Tell? send them for a psych evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Paul Mercurio nah, is, is, a, is a good friend of mine, actually. Um well, uh, no, of course and now, not. And now <laughs> no, I mean, well, I'll, first I'll, of all, Noam is not down there enforcing this, no, so it's not really no. Noam's call. Listen, uh, the truth Noam is, sets a general tone, and then the people down there enforce it as they will, as they see fit to do. But Noam is not really hands-on with that. But I think it's enforced pretty unilaterally. No, like when, when Louis is about to go on, all the way, no one's allowed to take orders. Everybody's supposed to stand in their section. Everybody, wa- they're, they're, I mean, it is, it's a full court press, as it were, when Louis's on, worried about people uh, taping. Because a Louis bit which comes out prematurely is a huge, first of all, it's going to go viral. Louis may not be happy with it. It's a serious matter. A <laughs> I mean, a Stephen Calabria bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody cares as much about that, including Stephen Calabria. It's, it's you know... If anything, it's... Yeah, Stephen, prob- yeah. Stephen Calabria they, is not preferring. panicking yeah. that some bit of... Uh, yeah, if anything, he might be happy for the uh, right. exposure. That being yeah. said... Yeah. That I, being I don't said. know where a Natterman bit falls on that continuum, but it's on the spectrum. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, speaking on the spectrum, as I've often accused of being. <laughs> That's now, why I said it. <laughs> uh, that being said, Noam, the stated rule yeah. is no phones out or you're out. And I believe that's fairly rigorously enforced. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't it, like to throw people out. I don't like to throw people out. I, there's a, well, there's, then you might want to discuss that with the throw people out people. There's a classic story. I've told my staff this a million times of the guy, Kristen and I know him, Patrick, the skinny yep. black guy, the bartender, Negril. Um, very, very uh, great guy. He's a bartender at this uh, restaurant a few blocks away who had a customer thrown out for good reason. Mm-hmm. The customer waited outside and shot him. Mm-hmm. And these stories are not that uncommon. There are other, some, of the, some of the most serious club fires have been started by customers who came back and set the place on fire. So every, t- and, and so every time you publicly humiliate someone or anger someone, whatever it is, there is a risk that you are taking. I don't know if it's smaller risk than the fact that I still have my Samsung 7 Note, 24 <laughs> right. out of a million. But it's a risk that you have to be aware of, and you have to decide whether it's worth taking. I, I think it's always better, and also disrupts the show. I think it's always better to try to find a way to let the people stay. Unfortunately, it always becomes a matter of ego between the person who told the customer whatever it was and the customer who didn't want to listen to it. And it's very difficult to back down 
And as a matter of fact, you get some insight into the cops sometimes when I see my security guys just totally, yeah, just like, just yeah. let it go. Like, they go crazy. Or, uh, now they're good. I mean, in, I've had this experience where, like, some guy takes out a cigarette. You know, not allowed to smoke in a bar. They smoke a cigarette, and, it, and so they're, they're trying to throw him out. He doesn't want to go out. And he's, what's the matter? Oh, he's, he's th throwing him out. Already. And, they, and, and it gets physical. They're, they're, they're throwing this guy out for smoking a cigarette, and he gets, turns into a fight. I'm like, why are you throwing him out? He's smoking a cigarette. I said, okay. You know, if he wouldn't leave just by telling him to leave, it'll be okay. And if the cops show up, we can say, listen, he wouldn't leave. We don't need to, to take that risk of a, of a physical interaction over a cigarette. It's not really a threat to anybody. But for the comedy show, it's a, bi it's a bigger... It's know, a disruption. It's, it's a diff yeah, right. It's What's a different a situation. A no, no. If somebody's like really talking over... I mean, at a certain point, you have to, it's ruining the show yes, th for There everyone. is a time you have to ask somebody I mean, to leave. Yeah. Unfortunately... It's not always considered dispassionately. Unfortunately, ego very often and anger and, and reaction to, like sometimes, this, has happened, this is the ultimate example, happened not long ago. There was a big argument about a customer didn't want to pay his check. It was bullshit. He said he didn't know the coverage. The guy was totally full of shit. And they were waiting for the cops to come and the security guys are kind of standing in front of him. And then he says, I'm leaving. And they tried, he tried to push past him. And the, all of a sudden, the security guy pushes back and the fight. I said, whoa, whoa, right. just let him go. Let him go yeah. But he didn't pay his check. It's okay. Right. You know, it, his check was 40 bucks or whatever. Just let him go. We're not going to have a fight here and the cops here and all this at risk for a $40 check. I don't give... And they know. I always tell them. I've told them a million times. Let them go. I don't give a shit about collecting the check. I've said this a thousand times. If Are you announcing now publicly? Yeah, right. Yes, I'm <laughs> announcing now, right now. <laughs> I've told people, if it's going to get physical, just let them go. So why don't they just let them go? Because they don't like to see the customer get over on them. It's, it has nothing to do with collecting the money for the boss. It's all about the, the human ego. And that's too often involved in it. But I think there is something, especially for our you know, security guys, they've been there a really long time, most of them. And they're they're, great. They're, we, we have the best security guys. But other saying, places are ten times worse. I'm saying that there is a sense of kind of pride that they have in the place. And I don't think it's all ego. The def ego definitely feeds in, but I think they feel like it's somebody's taking from them. Listen, like I, they feel like I, we're talking about it. And, and because the topic was throwing people out instead of how great the security guys are, I'm, I'm saying something uh, uh, negative about things that we deal with with security. Yeah. But the truth is, everybody knows it. Our security guys are great. fantastic. Well, right. I don't know. And, who's everybody that knows this? Uh, I'm not saying they're not, but you make, here. you make it sound everyone, like everyone. it's everybody. That's all anyone talks about is how great the security guys are. Well, I was at a wedding the other day. They said, you work at the cellar? My God, they have good security. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying uh, it's hardly the talk of the town. No, but we do get a lot no. of, like, uh, Our guys reviews are and stuff where and people warm. mention that the security guys are... I, I, I've read Yelp, but I've never seen such a review, but I haven't no. seen And it. when we get bad reviews about the security guys, the security guys are 99 times out of 100 in the right. Some guy who was drunk and was behaving like a jackass. You know, I tell you this, and I'll introduce the guest. Never once has somebody, you know, said to a customer, listen, sir... You're too drunk. We can't let you in. And the customer says, you know something? You're right. Thank you. <laughs> I, I bet you I could, I could comb those Yelp reviews from here to the second coming, and no one will mention how great the security guys how are. How many no, will no, mention how great Dan Outerman is? Maybe none, but we're, that's right, not the but discussion. That doesn't make no it less just true. Said, no, 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 you're, just not, said, you're not right. We do, we do get No one just said everybody knows we got the best security. Oh, God, why are you doing this? Because that's a ridiculous it's statement. Something that happened in his and childhood. Is no, it's nothing that happened. So I'll tell you why I'm doing it. Because, number one, when I get angry, 
the, sh- the quality of the show goes up. That's number one. That's true. And number you two, nerd. And then number two, everybody knows we have the greatest. But kind of ridiculous. Anyway, Mike Lawrence. From, How's it going? Uh, how do you do, Michael? Good. Mike Lawrence is Best here. Best security this club. Uh, <laughs> well, that's all anybody, security. You know, that's all anybody talks about. <laughs> no, the security is like a thankless thing. You only notice it if it's not good. Right. That's right. Like makeup and hair. Yeah. It's well, anyway, comparison. welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the. Uh, this is your your um, your debut. first time, your debut yeah. here on our our humble uh, program, and we do thank you for coming. Uh, thanks, man. And um, you wrote uh, you you wrote for the Amy Schumer Show, which is no longer uh, in production. Nope. But you certainly uh, were, were involved with that. But yeah. more more uh, more interestingly, I think is you're also <laughs> a comedy. Well, the show is over. I know, yeah. but it's still interesting. But go ahead. Well, but something that's a little more relevant uh, in terms of what's in the news is you were re- writing for the uh, the uh, recent roast on Comedy Central. Yes, yes, the Rob oh, Lowe roast. The, the Rob Lowe roast. The Ann Coulter with Rob Lowe roast. And, of course, <laughs> how, how do you... Oh, sorry, Dan, go ahead. Well, um, did, now, didn't you write some of the jokes for Ann, or you tried to enjoy yeah, the news? I, how did that work? I personally worked with Ann Coulter and haven't killed myself, uh, so I'm a hero. <laughs> but, yeah, I... Yeah, it was, it was, that was the, the toughest part of the job, but also amazing in the sense, like, we're in this era now when if you do, like, a shitty gig or any type of thing, you're like, well, this will make a fun podcast story. <laughs> yeah, you really, you, know? can't, you really can't lose. Yeah. I'll be able to talk about this sometime. And, uh, but, uh, but she, did she use your jokes or she did use some of them? She used a couple of them, and, and it's funny, like... At first, I was more upset that she rejected a lot of them, and then <laughs> watching her try to tell jokes was like the best way I could is, is describe it is there was an episode of the show at midnight where they had three Vine stars on, and I was talking to someone about it, and they're uh, one of the writers, and they're like, "It's not only that we had to tell them which jokes to use, but we had to try to teach them how to do comedy in yeah. two hours," and it's like Anne doesn't have that part of her, you know, brain or whatever. So she was literally just reading the prompter with no sense of humor. Can you tell us what jokes that she that she used that you wrote? Um, there was one that that uh, it was about uh, Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr is here thanks to Obama's lax immigration policies. <laughs> that was good. She, she, is that the joke? She told one joke which you saw everybody laughed at despite themselves. They, you know, because they were really. Like, I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, we know Ann Coulter here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's well liked. Yeah. Nothing about her politics. She's well liked as a human being. Yeah, sociopaths usually are. And well, <laughs> oh boy, you're a tough, you're a tough cookie. Well, you also have to remember <laughs> Mike Lawrence. Get to Mike. Yeah. Also have, I mean, if you look at Mike Lawrence, this, he lives in Brooklyn, number one, right? Is that yeah, I, I look like Brooklyn. He, Enough. He, if Brooklyn was a person, yeah. <laughs> he is the epitome of. of um, yeah, I'm the spirit animal of people who use the phrase "spirit animal." Right. <laughs> perfectly, perfectly said. I, That's great. I, I will not add to that. So meta. <laughs> to add to that would only detract. Um, so that's what we're dealing with, Noam, a very, very left-wing individual. Can but. you not recognize that someone who you vehemently disagree with is nice and polite and treats people well? Oh, and- yeah. And she was on the surface, but then it was like there, there were parts where it was just like, all right, you clearly don't want to be doing this. It's very obvious, you know, like even the basic, like, not laughing at other people's jokes, which is like roast 101. 
Even if you don't find them funny, it's like... Except no one has ever been subjected to something like that. Before. It was so mean what they did to her. So mean. Yeah, but the thing is... Even if Kurt she, Metzger was annoyed about it. If she had been self-aware about it, she could have had the set of the night. I, I truly believe that. You're right, but she but she's not experienced enough to... to yeah. Now, to, to, now Noam, did, did she call you and ask for recommendations for writers? I think you had mentioned that. Or she had called looking for somebody specific. She emailed me to get the name of a comic that she wasn't sure the name of, and I, I thought it was Jeff Ross, so I, so I referred her to Jeff Ross. And then I also referred her to Sam Morell. And now why did I you refer her to Sam Morell? Because I, I, I thought he might be... I was trying to think of who might be good to help her well, write some just, good roast. I, I he does a lot of roast stuff. I and, must confess yeah. to having been slightly annoyed, because if you recall the night Anne was here last time and saw the show, she loved me. Oh, God. In fact, well, by her own statement, I was her favorite of the night. And she went on and on and on and on. Did you happen to be sitting at the table when she did this? The truth is, I no, think she, she came over to me and said, Oh, my God, you are our favorite. I think she meant Kevin, though. Actually, <laughs> no. In retrospect, I think she meant Kevin Brennan. No, no. In retrospect, she did not. She, she knows you. So it might have been nice to say, but well, maybe Dan could help you. You know, you're absolutely right, and I apologize. I... I'm surprised she didn't bring me up, which, of course, is another issue that I'll have to take up with her when I see her. I bring you up for every single gig. and every I I, I asked Judd Apatow, everybody. It never occurred to me that you would want to write roast jokes for Ann Coulter. So you're the guy you're like, you watched and you're like, I could have saved this. Are you like the guy? (laughs) Are you like the sea captain who was like, you know, if I was steering the Titanic, (laughs) I would have seen the iceberg. (laughs) No. I would have. I would have known. No, but I would, know how to steer no, a zeppelin. The Hindenburg no, would not have. Uh, no, but it would be nice to get in with the White Star Line. <laughs> What's the White Star Line? That's mean? the Titanic people. Oh, oh I'm saying good. it'd yeah. be nice to have some <laughs> contacts over to big shipping company, or or Comedy Central in this case. I don't think I could. Have well, you know, Dan, it. they're always looking for up and coming young talent. So you just wait long uh, enough, and well, now <laughs> somebody, somebody, whoa, 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 somebody just set off not a conventional but a nuclear weapon. What? He just was making fun of my age. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, but dude, that's going too far. Okay. It's going fucking too far. I'm sorry. Well, at least he didn't call you a hatchet-faced bitch. <laughs> like they called Ann Coulter. I mean, I don't know. It works you, in a British we, accent. We I don't know. We don't con- We don't really know each other well enough to get to that level. Oh, was that of, Jimmy? Then I take it back. Of, um, I love Jimmy. <laughs> of ball busting. You know. I didn't, we didn't realize age was such a... You, you don't make fun of an older comic when you're a younger comic. You're not w- old. Compared to Mike Lawrence, I'm old, number one. Number two, he's got a job at Comedy Central. I don't. He's like, well, we're always looking for young people. You don't realize the, 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 ex- the extreme degree of that statement? This is not a roast battle. I know you won roast battle and we're all happy for you. But here we're nice. Okay. All right. You started out by we're saying nice. when you get mad, the show is better, <laughs> which is basically waving a red cape in front of a bull for everybody to try to right, make you angry. Make you mad. Yes. And I, based on how show. I eat, I will never live to your age. Well, uh, now he's being uh, uh, self-deprecating and taking <laughs> a swipe at me at the same time. But that's, <laughs> at least he's got the self-deprecating uh, thing in there. By the way, I, I don't want to ignore her. She's been here sitting amongst us now for about five minutes, very politely. Uh, uh, Sashir Zamata. Zamata. Oh, you say Dan, I'm sure, but I'm, I'm sure that, that I'm not the first person to make that error. But it's still uh, funny. I mean, uh, the, the, and Will Sylvans is hovering. He's gonna be a creep right now. Will, actually, I have to leave soon. You want to take my spot when I leave? Oh God. What time you hosting? Okay, I'm going to see. I'm going to the Adele concert. Inter- by the way, I had a dream the other night. I had a dream the other night that Adele made a surprise on Friday night. We do music here at the club. Yeah. 
And I had a dream that Adele stopped by to sing, and she sang, Don't Stop Believing, and she cleared the room. <laughs> <laughs> she stunk the place up. That yeah. was my dream. You I, guys know that she's, she's going on a hiatus? Adele? She's taking, she said she's going for a 10-year break to raise a kid. Good for oh, her. Wow. So you, better, of, you better enjoy tonight's concert. A lot of good musicians out of work now. No, like uh, uh, two or three musicians I work with her. Oh, yeah, so she employs a lot of our people that come here. She employs a lot of musicians that used to be in the in our band, yeah. Way to just come over and usurp the mic from our esteemed guest, Will. Thank you. Well, so Making she a breaking announcement about anything. Adele. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know how this works. I was like, should I just interrupt? Yeah, I just tell like, you how this traditionally <laughs> works. I give a long, drawn-out introduction, oh, okay. adding details that are of no real value. So let me commence. Our guest today is the rising star of Saturday Night Live. She's in her third season. Yeah. She comes to us from what, what part of the... Uh... Brooklyn. Brooklyn is in the house. <laughs> more, more Brooklyn, yeah. And she's as lovely in person as she is on television. More. I would say more. More, more I would beautiful say more in person. So. Oh, that's nice. And her name is not Sashir Zamata. But as it is spelled, but Sashir so Zameta. As, as it's spelled. spelled. <laughs> as it is also spelled. It's a common mistake, though, yeah. I used Welcome to, to our program. What, what did uh, you think of the exchange that I... Did you think Mike Lawrence was out of line and calling me old? I honestly didn't, like, hear the insult the way you heard it, so I... But if you heard it as an insult, then you know you are. Well, I, you have rights to feel the way you feel. I don't want to. Like, I don't want to make it weird that. between me and Mike. Mike, you know I love you. I just had to school you in Dan, that. Let one. it go, Dan. <laughs> let it go. It's done. I'm just saying. <laughs> Tap out on this one. It's done. It's not done. Oh God. Wait, I no, will wait. never tell a joke on a comedy podcast again. No, I, no, I, no, I, no, no. You can. You know, holding well, grudges is a sign <laughs> of age. You're, too, well, you're welcome to tell a joke, but I felt that you know there is a certain. You know, uh, I feel. Uh, limit, but um, oh Sashir doesn't get it because she's so young and fresh and delightful. She doesn't understand what it is to be yeah, I'm just an, an older gentleman. Yeah, I'm just a baby idiot. <laughs> no, you're not a baby idiot, but you, you, well, the young will never realize what it is to be young. Oh, I guess, yeah, you know, until you, you get older. Until right. you get older, you don't know. To, sure. you, to you, this is what life is. It's just one big... Oh, well. Yeah, but you have to use a mic to do so. Uh, why is, first of all, two things. Why comics are so sensitive? Number two, everybody's fear, af afraid of Mike because of, of the damage he did on the, on the comedy roast. Dan's not afraid of Mike. Oh, Mike is dangerous. <laughs> I'm not, I'm Mike, Mike is lawless. Uh, lawless, that's a good description. Oh, well, I'm not afraid of Mike. Uh, I'm just not of the roasting genre. Um, I'm not either. You know, um, Dan, we have a, a, a member of... And, and Mike and I, you know, <laughs> you only roast the ones you love. That's the old uh, Friars uh, roast the, uh, motto. And Mike and I don't really know each other that well. Dan, you have a member of the Saturday Night Live cast and... No, we should talk writers. about this argument a little bit yeah, more. The ABC, <laughs> they, if you guys don't know this show, this really we have famous people come on here and, and they say what they think of Dan. This is really... <laughs> 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 there is that element, but that's only only one of the things that we do on this program. Let, now this is your we shared a car ride to and from New Jersey. We, we're close. 
Well, when was that? I don't recall. That was a couple years ago. This guy was trying to film a comedy pilot. Oh, that thing. Yeah. And it was great because he told us to be clean, and then he was bombing, and he was like, fuck it, and then just started doing like pussy fart jokes. Oh, God. Yeah, it was it was amazing. So I, I thought we were close because of that. Well, there's no hard feelings. Jeffrey and- Gurian was there. Oh, God. Yeah. So, yes, there was press, you know. <laughs> I'm still mad at Jeffrey Look, we we, yeah. well, we we all have sensitive points. I think very few of us don't have any sensitive. Po- uh, uh, Sashir, do you have any any Achilles heels that we might avoid lest we provoke your anger? I'm pretty chill, honestly. It takes a lot to make me it takes angry. Takes a lot to get. How, how did you get discovered to go on Saturday Night Live? They uh, one of the producers saw me at UCB doing improv in like 2011 or something. One of the the AD at the time suggested. That someone come see our group. What's uh, AD? Associate, the, assistant the director? The artistic director. Artistic director. Yeah. Um, and my group uh, is composed of three black ladies, and that was a thing that the show didn't have at the time. So he was like, let's was get that, them all together. Was that what you're in that controversy where... No, that was before. I mean, before. it was like within the seven years when they didn't have a black female act- when, actress. When... Uh, Keenan was playing every black yeah, yeah, yeah. female. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't see a problem with it. I, I won't put you on the spot and ask you what you think about that whole seven-year period. Thank you. But uh, at some point when, you're, when you do leave you. the show, I'd like you to come back on and tell us uh, what, you, what you thought about it. Okay. Uh, Dan was very offended by it at the time, I know that. Personally? No, he's making that up. I, 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 I wasn't You loved it. I, I was uh, neither here nor there. I do miss Ellen Cleghorn. She was one of my favorites over the years. She's great. Um, I don't know whatever became of her. I, I haven't seen her. She's on a couple shows. Um, don't know. Perhaps you could tell us what you think about the fact that Woody Allen doesn't use uh, many black characters in his movies. I'm not. You're not even going to do that? I'm not concerned with that. Oh, you're not concerned with that? <laughs> I'd find it weirder if he did in some ways. Like, if he tried to write like a black inauthentic <laughs> black characters. Yeah. Like, if, if his stories are about, like, all these, like, New York Jews yeah. and then forced it in. Because... I mean, I'm all for diversity, but sometimes some of the attempts are just fucking embarrassing. Yeah. yeah I was, you know? He writes what he knows, and if he I, doesn't know well, he actually just, just diverse agree. people, to then spin, He could do just it. write a black person, but using the Woody affectation. Like, you know, I was at a Jay-Z concert. Oh, <laughs> just, like when they, they, just like when they forced a human torch to be black. Oh, you didn't like that? Hell no. Really? No, I did not like that at all. Just like if that was your problem with the movie, you didn't see the movie. <laughs> even know. even racists were no. like, "Well, he was okay." No, 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 that was not. I mean, well, they like to see. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that had a lot of problems with that movie. But I mean, I just keep it on the subject. That what was, about a black James Bond? Well, if it's Idris, I'm all up for it. <laughs> yeah, the only requirement should be someone who is. Sexy, yeah, and exactly. suave, and, and British, yeah, and British. <laughs> you oh, guys Br- heard Br- British. British is a, it has to be, but black. But, well, you heard Trevor yeah. Noah's joke about it. No. Whereas James Bond, he's supposed to be like you know, in Scotland, and he he hides very easily. He runs into a crowd, and they can't find him. If he's black, they'd be like, there he go. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen someone take over a comedy podcast with other people's material. <laughs> and Mike. My, yeah. And Mike. My joke about it was that the same people who were dead set against the black James Bond seem to be quite happy with a white Jesus. But anyway, uh, I yeah. thought that... Uh, yeah. uh, uh, that, that's uh, not more of a joke. That's more of a, an observation. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wait, yeah. but can I spin the question that you just asked? I, that, like, how did you feel about 
going on to SNL the time at the time that you did? Was there somewhat of a okay? They need somebody, or were you kind of did you take? Were you happy like oh I get to be the person that really shows them what they've been missing? Well, I'm happy to be on the show. Period. Yeah, right. And I I was already auditioning. It was like mm. before all the blogs were posting all this stuff about like the lack of diversity. I was already auditioning, so it was already a goal of mine, and then it happened to be the year where I was ready was the year that everyone was like, find one immediately. <laughs> and did you feel pressure? Did there like, extra pressure? Um, I guess, but I don't know. I just kind of, like, keep my eyes on my own paper <laughs> and, like, about, just do my job. Yeah. How about a white chef? W- w- Will is <laughs> getting ready to... <laughs> Bring like a, like a cheetah. I don't like the black James Bond. I have to be honest. And here he but. goes again. Wait, uh, um, before SNL, what was what was your big goal? Like, what was your like? Uh, was it to get on SNL or was it another goal? That's uh, number one. I just want to say that's a good question. Yeah, you could have written it on question. a piece of paper and handed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Will, you got to go on, Will. Bye. Um, yeah, SNL is definitely. I a never goal. said Will doesn't have good questions. You know, you know, never not enough credit was Deborah Wilson on Mad TV. She's my fave for yeah, sure. She's the best. She's like a big. She should have been a major star. She yeah. was on that show like eight seasons. She could sing. She could yeah, act. She can do everything. She was fucking funny. Well, did you answer the question about your goals prior? To no, because you interrupted her. But then Mike Lawrence interrupted too. All right, let's go ahead. What was the question? Repeat. Don't the question. shake your head like was, a grandmother. Was at me. SNL a goal of mine? I guess, oh. or was that the goal? Did, yeah. Did you have a goal? Another goal before that? Or? I mean, yeah. I want to do everything. I want to be a producer. I want to be a mogul. I want to have my own production company, make TV shows. I want to write movies and be in them. Yeah, I want to do a lot. Wow. <laughs> How uh, long have you been doing comedy? Seven years. You you do stand up. I do stand up. How come you don't work here? No, does she work here? I haven't. I she, haven't. She's never. She never put in here. Do you want to work here? I do, yeah. I would love it's to. It's not hard. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't say uh, that. That's untrue. Well, if, if you're on the cast of SNL. Well, yeah, if you're right. If you're funny, it's we, not hard. We, we, usually, uh, we usually make allowances for the cast of SNL to perform here anytime they want. At, at a minimum, part, you know. you'll get an audition <laughs> and, uh, and probably start working here. And we do offer 50% off on food here. Now, unfortunately, the Ooh. kitchen is closed. <laughs> For renovation. I hope you get a phone call from Melanie Hutzel after this. Like, <laughs> former SNL people are like, is there anyone from SNL? <laughs> Who's the one, who, the, the, the blonde who has become like an arch conservative and found That's, Jesus? Um, Victoria, Victoria Jackson. Jackson. Victoria Jackson, yeah. That's a sad story, There right? is a, there is, well. I liked her. I did like her a great deal. I thought she was funny. Yeah. There, there's a big cast, the cast is getting so big on it. How many people in this year is I it? think there's 16. It's like a Cecil B. DeMille production. <laughs> it loses something by having such a like big ben cast. Like Ben-Hur. Very big, yeah. Very no, but big you cast. need that. You need that to cover no, different no. topics. Well, you need diversity. You need different in the old, people, different I, talking people. I get people. it, but I there mean, was something to seeing a small cast doing numerous skits in one night, which was it was just a different experience. Yeah. That's just me. It's the show that everyone always liked better when, you know? Right. That's that true, That is yeah. true. That is well, true. I'm not one of these guys. I did like it better. Like Carol Burnett had a small like a small thing. It was kind of fun. That's those same few people you know, doing it. You know what a heartbreaking moment for me last uh, night? I was on the plane, and I was watching, like, I was sitting next to this, like, girl who must have been, like, eight or nine, and was she was watching New Simpsons and laughing. And then I had to admit, like, it does exist for a new generation. It's just not for me anymore. But, like, 
because uh, I hate the new episodes, but I'm like, well, it's making these people happy, and there's kids now who grow up on SNL, yeah. and they think it's the best thing ever, and that's right. how shit goes. My, my wife, my wife's sitting here. She gets furious because all I watch is Columbo reruns and, and Star, <laughs> Star Trek original series. And she I doesn't never, understand, I, but I love it. I can't help it. I, I, my favorite, and Mary Tyler Moore. My favorite SNL group was uh, the Hartman, Carvey, Myers, Lovitz era. I'm not one of these guys that's like all all about the original cast. That they don't. I never loved them. I came in when I came in. I was the 17th cast member. That was the oh. biggest cast that we've ever had, and it felt big. It feels big. It right? feels big. And yeah. you're struggling to get on too, right? Yeah. I mean, how? Yeah. It's a lot of fighting for airtime and fighting for writers and fighting, just fighting. It must make Lauren's job a lot harder. Yeah, I imagine. I don't know. Or maybe it doesn't. I I don't know what the thought process is with bringing more people in, but, you know, maybe he just loves everybody so much that he has to have them on. And when's this current season start? It hasn't started. October 1st is our premiere. What, uh, what, now what, uh, what, do you have um, anything uh, in the works in terms of characters you're working on or? Uh, yeah. You do? She and can't tell you that. Can't tell you. <laughs> Who's hosting <laughs> the first? Hoping that it airs. Who's hosting the first week? I don't think I'm allowed to say. I think I they, really they, they have to announce. Yeah. Is it somebody really, really good? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a good one. I'm excited. Is it and Hillary Clinton? No. Oh, that would be awesome. No. And Kate I don't know if they won, would do the, won yes, the Emmy. Yes, Kate won the Emmy. Yes. That's so that awesome. great. And she's been nominated four times, I guess. Really? Was like essentially as long as she's been on the show, which is amazing. Who won the Emmy? Kate, Kate McKinnon. McKinnon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's for it. supporting actress. Yeah, which she well well deserved. She's so great and... No, just a heads up. But when when I, when do you have until? Well, old man, I I need to go. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to the Adele show. Now you said you have to go. Yeah. Is it, you have to because you want to, or you have to because you, you have to. But you have to. I kind of have wants to. Once or not, he has to go. I have <laughs> to have because I have to. I uh, I I sort of want to see Adele, but as you know, like I, I have friends who are in the band, and I have to go and support them. He puts on a great show. Yeah, I heard. I'm actually. sorry you had to see the greatest singer in the world. Yeah, yeah right. Oh, I mean, like, feel badly for you. Her banter. She makes like a well, whole stadium feel like a that's small a, club room. That's exactly I gotta fucking eat told. filet mignon. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you oh. this question, Noam. I, I don't want to go see anybody at the garden. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I have a quick question for yeah. you with regard to Mike's comment about her being the best singer in the world. Which I can't speak to, but um, you mentioned the other night there's a friend of yours, and you said, "Well, I can't figure out why he didn't make it. He's a singer." Yeah. And uh, this question I come up against all the time in my own head, and I, I don't know what the answer is, is, is just being able to sing really, really, really well, is that enough? Is, is there such a thing well, as being well, such a good singer that, that, that stardom is inevitable or nearly inevitable? Well, I'm say, what I said was Dan always says that you have to have a lot of luck to make it. I said he's well, I was so, referring to the comedic yeah, I said he's so good, he was unlucky not to make okay, it. Okay. That's, that's where I put it. Right. There, he is a guy. We had all these, we had a, a, Adele's background singers. We had, we had all these great singers uh, here that night. And, everybody, and everybody's fantastic. And then Mike Davis, who's this, the guy we're talking about, is just sitting down. And he's, he's gained a lot of weight. And he just started singing. And the olive tree went quiet. Like, I mean, just the charisma and the quality of what he was doing, it was like... It was like a. It was unbelievable the change in the room and everybody from including the comedian table just sat and watched. He sang a pretty long song and then went crazy when he finished. People had never heard this guy sing before and he was barely even trying. And that when you see something like that, yeah, usually people like that will get noticed, you know. And 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 but normally if they can do that in, in this room, they can do it in a bigger room and they can do it to America. 
Well, but for whatever in, reason, who in your happen. estimation is is he as good as that is a big star? He's as good as anybody. Well, but who's like who in your estimation is somebody that's as good sing- as R. Kelly or uh, or Marvin Gaye or or, or any, he he doesn't he's not a, a writer like. But did Marvin Gaye write music? Yeah, as Marvin Gaye. Well, well yeah. maybe that's the answer. No, but he's he's as good uh, he's he's as good as Teddy Pendergrass for sure, and he can write too. He just not uh, he's he's as good as anybody, and everybody who knows him knows that he's as good as anybody. He's known by famous people all over the country. And Adele is like kind of like. A, you know, throwback to that because you look at like the '90s and you had you know remember remember women writing and singing their own songs was a fad and there was like a festival for it for three yeah, years. Yeah, it was fair. yeah, exactly. And then Britney killed that. Like that died with Britney and then Christina and these overproduced songs. And then Kelly Clarkson was kind of a blend of that. And then Adele is the she brought I'm back. just gonna sing. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna go see this show tonight. It's gonna be two hours. She's not gonna dance or anything. It's just gonna be. Right. And sometimes that should be enough. Yeah. I hate the dancing during these shows. Like I saw, I've seen a lot of Prince concerts. The yeah. worst ones, by far, was when he had all those dancers and all that stuff. The best ones where you just saw Prince playing the guitar and bass right. and, and yeah. singing. You know, by I mean, not, it wasn't just my reaction. You could tell the reaction of the of the audience. Yeah. Although watching Beyonce sing and dance for two hours Beyonce's is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beyonce's a different thing altogether. Yeah, she's in I've her never, own category. I'm, yeah, I've never been able to get into it as much as I want to. I, I like the newest album the best, but I still don't know why I resent the way she got famous. The way? The dad. Like, oh, like oh. The pushing her in spite of these other girls. That like, happens a lot, though. That's like I know. a lot of people's yeah. stories. Yeah, but it just, oh, there's something about it. Like, is it like, creepy? or It just feels like a product, like, like there was that Simpson episode where Lisa was uh, in the beauty pageant, and there was the girl Amber Dempsey who had like the fake eyelashes, mm-hmm. and that was like her move. Beyonce feels like that. There's like an artificialness to like, her. That she was produced. Yeah, yeah overproduced. overproduced. She's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, if she were one of the greatest, she's an amazing players, entertainer. Yeah. If she were one of the greatest guitar players in the world, then you would probably prefer to see her play the guitar but but she's not but she's an amazing but this the new lemonade was the first album where i genuinely like really thought she was an artist no are you i think because she also this is like the first album where she really put her heart into it yeah, yeah. I, like you you saw her raw like yeah more emotion than she's ever been able to show us and it, it seems like she had full right, and total uh, control no, which song yeah. are you going to be yelling out any song names you don't seem like the type no i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna yell out <laughs> you think juanita's gonna let him stand and, and embarrass to yell out song you don't you don't you don't <laughs> uh, put cigarette lighters up in the air anymore no do you? no you, you don't do that your phone your flashlight <laughs> yeah. the phone yeah oh, the well. flashlight on your phone they found a way to do it without a fire hazard i don't know it's all yelling at people it was never a fire hazard careful well hopefully are you gonna get to meet adele at the end uh i don't think so all right. Well, I, I I had to come back here anyway. Have fun, and uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I can carry the show without you. All right, here we are. Tashir Zamata is with us, and we also have Mike Lawrence. Zamata. He Zameda. doesn't want to say it. Right? <laughs> he's just like, he can't. <laughs> he just, just doesn't want. He's to. locked into Zamata. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You made it in show business, and he still won't <laughs> acknowledge how to pronounce your name. Oh God. I'm sorry, Zamata. Zamata. Is that is that a, a African? Uh, I actually don't know. It's my grandma's middle name, and oh. it's my middle name, So, but we don't really know where it's from. Someone on Facebook like messaged me years ago and was like, I'm also Zameda, but it's a white lady, so I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't weird. respond. <laughs> well, that reminds me of David Tell once. He had somebody, another Attell come down, like 
called called him up or something and said, my name's Atel too. But it was like some cowboy from Texas. Oh, wow. Like somebody that didn't seem like there's any way in hell that, that he's related to Atel. This is the thing yeah, about social media that really just boggles me, that it for some reason makes people think that they can just like reach out to you. Reach out no, this to was you. Before, yeah. This, was, this I mean, was years ago before the social media. No, but I'm just saying, like she said on Facebook, I wouldn't in a million years... Do th- ever yeah. do that? Yeah, there's not many fun ways for a black person to find out they're related to a white person. <laughs> I know. Oh, cool! Your people took over my people. That's great. <laughs> great. <laughs> great, great, great. <laughs> well, you could look at it that way, or you could look at it the other way. Is that yeah. you know, like yeah. like I always Maybe often hear black people saying, "Oh, you know, my yeah. my my my." Um, often hear black people that are light skinned say, "Well, yeah, because my my ancestors got raped." But the other side of that coin is your ancestors raped. That controversial. What? In other words, if you're half white and half black, or part white. Oh, you're, this is true. Yeah. You know, part of you. Part, part of your ancestors. Part, raped. part of your ancestors on the other side. I of mean, that it's point. not like good thing. It's yeah, like a it's positive. Positive. No, I'm just it's not a positive. Yeah, it's weird that they would uh, side with the victim part and not the it's I'm an asshole part, part. Yeah. of yeah. their I heritage. Just, <laughs> I just say, how about you say, well, this, this is, you know, this is what it is. I'm a sort of a mixture of, of, of whatever. But, I always, uh, I always thought like Ancestry.com should offer a service where they could just wipe out your family history. <laughs> Is there any people would pay for that? Affleck would have. You need like the spotless mine option. Oh, yeah. Like what Affleck did is like so ballsy. Like literally, it was Henry Louis Gates. Like asked a black person, "Can you not mention my slave owning family's past?" Oh my god! You remember that? No, I don't remember. That, that was he was did that show, discovering your roots. Yeah. And oh, that's right. He found out. Yeah, so he found out that like you know. There's been some shitty Afflecks, and he asked him not to mention that or talk about it. He asked a black person. I mean, I could see why you wouldn't (laughs) necessarily want to identify with that. uh, You go back enough generations, and there's going to be some creeps in there. And Geely is still the worst thing that family's done. (laughs) (laughs) I just got my Ancestry.com results back. Oh, you did it? Yeah. And? And I'm like a lot of... A lot of percentage of me, I don't remember the actual number, is Nigerian, which okay. I had no idea. That's awesome. Um, and then some from the Ivory Coast, Ghana. Uh-huh. And that's like about it. But I thought I had some Indian in me, because that's what my family always said. Zero. No. It was like zero percent. Are you an American Indian Haitian? or from the continent? What's that? Oh, Native American. Yeah. Any Haitian in you? No. Don't well, say wait, it well. I know. What did you always identify yourself as? <laughs> I just said black, black? African American, but I just didn't know what what what, what yeah. black black. Yeah. yeah, I just I we figured African, but I had no idea what where we were from. But now that you know, are you would you go back to those? I'm not too loud. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> would you would you go back to those countries and try yeah. to, you know? I do want to see it. Yeah, just to see like where we came from. Does it does it make a, a difference now as to like how you see yourself? I don't know. I don't think so. I just found out really days ago. So it's cool to just know because it was such a question mark. People would be like, where are you from? Or like, where is your family from? And I would be like, don't know. <laughs> Truly have no idea. Um, but now it's cool to have an answer. Because I know a, a friend of a friend who found out she was something and it just changed the way she see things. I'm like, really? for real? Really? Yeah, she's like 28 or 20, like 30. And she just like, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's an eye-opener. Why do people do that? Just to f- curious well, about Well, I'd be very, very curious. I would be curious. I don't, you know, uh, if I could really do a family tree, but it's hard to do when your ancestors are from Eastern Europe and the records aren't very good. But 
How much information did you actually have to put in? A lot. I put, uh, yeah, like like my my birth information, my parents' birth information, like where they came from. But Mm -hmm. like I only had up to a certain point, and then they kind of did some more digging for records and stuff like that. There's a there's a better one that you that they actually do with DNA testing. Yeah. They I well you. Oh, I did that too. I did the spin thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so you did both compare? of them? I did both of it, yeah. So I did all of that. Which one gave you more info? I think the DNA one did. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it, it like broke down things in percentages and like gave me a map. Yes. And stuff. I did the same thing. Yeah. Where are you from? Haiti. My family from Haiti. But mm-hmm. Haiti, like he said, the records are pretty bad. So they <laughs> they stopped at the waters of Haiti. Are you related to Toussaint Louverture? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I don't remember that one. That one. you don't know who that is? I know. I know. I said I don't know. I do not know if I'm related to him. They, they didn't go that far. Like I said, the, the records in Haiti is not really good. I don't want to look at like I already have enough of my own shame. I don't want the shame of like dead people. Yeah, for white people, it's literally just closing your eyes, sticking your hand in a like, bag, I don't and like know. oh oh oh. Wait, Mike, when well, did you find that you you you're, you're mostly African? <laughs> I don't think uh, white people have a monopoly on shameful ancestors, but uh, that is the no. Brooklyn way to say the Brooklyn point of view. My, Mike, uh, I do want to uh, shift a little bit back to uh, show business. Yeah, uh, M- Mike, uh, the Amy Schumer show is no longer uh, in production. No, uh, and the roast is of course over. Yeah. So where does that leave Mike Lawrence in terms of his? Uh, his career at this point. Are you Things going, are good. Going? I'm I'm going on the road a lot, and the winning roast battle was really good for my career. So doing a lot more writing. It's weird. Like like I told my wife the other day, like I'm gonna be able to buy a house someday because I made a fat man cry on television. <laughs> and I, I'm I'm okay with that. You know, <laughs> I felt weird about it at first. Like Did someone it, actually cry. Yeah. Yeah. Ralphie man. <laughs> he did? Oh, yeah, pretty, I'm pretty I, sure. I, 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 did, did you hear my, what I said earlier? He no, freaking, I understand you, but it's roast battle. I mean, you know, it's not like you get in there and you're you somehow like... You didn't expect me to... Like, and you are right. Because, and Ralphie May, he be ditching yeah. it out. He dish out a lot of... I mean, you know what you're signing up for. That's yeah, but I'm some saying. people... He didn't expect me to he do three the, jokes about his divorce. About his divorce. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I thought yeah, it was no. on about his weight. Because I know he's sensitive about his weight. Oh, he is. But it was the divorce but, that got it. But well, there were there were divorce jokes about him being fat. But also, he roasts people constantly. On a, yeah. Like yeah, but on his own terms, he's not used to getting it back. I don't think. Yeah, not everyone who can dish it can take it. Yeah. yeah. But do you yeah. think that that's oh, that should be allowed as a comic? What crying? Or? No, like being. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what it is, you find comedy. An av- a regular person, an average Joe, is allowed to kind of be like that. But if you're a comic, can you really I say, disagree. I can't no. take it? I'll, I'll disagree. Yeah, you're a person. Certain... You're human. Yeah. Of course. You're allowed but, to have all the emotions yeah. that other people have. No, but it's kind of like a surgeon saying, like, I don't do blood or something. Yeah, that's no, like, I'll, I'll, I'll a, no, that's like a surgeon saying, I don't want someone else to operate on me or something. That's like, yeah, that's like a yeah. chiropractor saying, these chiropractors are quacks. <laughs> yeah, but it's also because, like, you Enough know, analogy. you look at Twitter and stuff and some of the awful, I mean, we can use Leslie Jones as an example, but, like, you know, anybody, like, I mean, she got it the worst well, of anyone. The, yeah, that's. But, you know, a lot of times when a non comic is, like, just busting your balls, there's no humor in it. You know, it's like if I'm a comedian making fun of another comedian, like there's thought and all that, or, you know, we right. know each other, but it's literally, you're a dumb cunt. What, right. you can't handle it? I'm like, no, I can't handle that. Yeah, there's right. no joke in it. Well, I'm, that's, I'm not talking about abuse. That is yeah. like, and what happened to Leslie Jones? I mean, that's. But a lot of people don't know the beyond. difference. Yeah. 
That's true. Some people I'm, say things like, like, oh, this is the thing you signed up for. Like, oh, you wanted to be famous, so you just got to take it. People want right. to make fun of you in the public. That's that's on you. And it's like, that's not what we signed yeah, up that for. that I don't agree We with, signed yeah. up to, like, work, but right. not to have, yeah. like, people abuse us just because you can see us right. all the time. It's, no, I, I don't agree with the abuse part. I'm just saying, you know, Will, how many times you sit... I mean, at this very table, which is why we do the show at this table. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, you can get brutalized. I thought it was going back and forth. The difference is is among other comedians. And you realize, like. It's among other comedians, but when you, strangers who are just, you know. I'm not talking about strangers. I'm talking about to be a person that's like, oh, I can't take it. In that context, where well, another, well, with another comedian well, you know, coming you at you. You know what happened is a lot of those comics, they don't sit, they move and they go sit somewhere else because they can't take the heat. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all. You just get up and leave. I mean, on Twitter, you can't get up and leave. Yeah, no, Twitter, I mean, you block people. I mean, the thing with, with the actual roast battle, it's like, yeah, you should know what it is and you sign up for it. But there's always, people get pissed. I mean, because yeah. they don't think you're going to go as far as you do sometimes. Do they give you any guidelines? Do they Do they have, I mean, obviously no not. What I personally <laughs> do, I, I always ask permission. Like, so every person I battle, I'm like, is there anything off limits? And then I respect it. And you know, most oh, you, of the time. you wax? Every, yeah, I did. And he didn't say nothing. He was like, you can't hurt me more than TMZ. And I just went, we'll see. And then just <laughs> oh, walked well, off. Mike, can I shake your hand? That, yeah. Then you freaking... But I think that's what that, you should do. Yeah. No, no comic has ever did like that's amazing that you at least a lot of people do it. A lot. Of, it's 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 what should happen. It's it should be enforced. So, like yeah, why was he call, especially on television? Because it's like you know, like if you if you do a joke just about like how ugly someone's you know girlfriend is, or like I've seen people do jokes about like someone's kids on a personal I, I, I don't want to do that I think that goes too far yeah, just like when politicians bring up the, uh, their, yeah. their kids and like dude why you bring my kids up in this yeah. have yeah. you ever had a character that He's you had to play on SNL that you were kind of like that you know because it's making fun of someone that you were kind of like didn't feel thankfully no, no. I've been very lucky that well not even lucky like the, the environment at the show is one where people are open to hearing how you feel yeah. And so if there was anything where I felt uncomfortable, I could just tell somebody, and then they're like, "Oh, we'll try to work around this, or like, or just oh. change it completely." So, what, yeah. What, what about the Trump episode? Does that feel weird? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, can I tag off? Of did you questions? did you Zahada that episode uh, or Zahada? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean uh, that's something we can we can't do anything about that. But he was it's booked. a job. Yeah, yeah, it's a job, and I was hired to do, go do my job, so yeah. I had to go do the episode. But um, even then, I don't think there was anything I personally did in that episode that I felt like this is compromising everything I believe in. I mean, I just didn't want to be there with him, but, like, right. <laughs> I don't think that's, not my, that's not on me. We didn't choose, you know, I don't, right. they don't ask us all personally, everybody in the room, are you okay with this person? So, Will, you uh, had something? Uh- oh, yeah. Um, it was tag off your question towards Mike. Mike, when I first saw Mike, man, you was like uh, probably one of the funniest guys. Like, so funny, dude. Like, oh, thanks, you know, man. I, I freaking um. Anyway, I, I will say that Will does say that about a lot of people, but but not <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, he, he, That's he, not true. He's very generous. But, but I was I was dirt poor when I met Will, and I literally had no money, and he gave me a, a couple bucks, and he was like. Chris Rock did this for me years ago, and I want to do this for you right now. No, no, and I'll, I'll never forget that. No, no. What happened was, Cat Williams saw me in L.A. Oh, Cat Williams. And and he he was like, man, these guys ain't paying you. He he's reaching his pocket and pulled out 
He pulled out $800, $100 bills, and he put it in my hand and said, you deserve this, blah, blah. And I kept $400 in my pocket, and I'm like, I'm just going to hold on to this. Then when I saw Mike, I'm like, dude, I, this guy, I got to pass this $400 on to Mike. But how did you know Mike was broke? I mean, Mike looks broke. I had no idea he was broke. I just know that he was a new comic. I know new comics. My socks were sticking out of my shoes. It was bad. I had like the cartoon stink lines. Like it was, it was really. But that's how much he moved me that I wanted to do something. All I had was just four hundred dollars. Could be like a Howard Hughes type, where he's eccentric. But but this is what I want to say. Doesn't bathe, but yet he's worth millions. But this is what I want to say, Mike. It's like, what is your, what is your ultimate goal, like? Is it movies, a sitcom, or talk show? Like, what is it Mike Lawrence want to do? I think creating my own show that my wife is a producer on. I think that but would be awesome kind, to make something together. Show? What kind of, like, what do you see yourself as, like, what type like of Like a show? scripted, like, funny, you know, dark, sitcom. dark, weird, yeah. I mean, I've written a few that I would have liked to have sold. I wrote one about my seven and a half years at McDonald's, uh, co-wrote that. I would like to see that on the air. I... I don't know. I don't think that there's a really, truly funny, like, honest story about minimum wage where, where, people. Where are, you, where are you headed now? He's, going, he's hosting the show. Oh, he's oh. hosting. Okay. <laughs> he's going to NBC. Well, and he's, <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, I got to tell somebody about this show. I'm going to make this happen for you. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I think, I think the lower class aren't portrayed enough on television correctly. So I'd like to do a show about poor well, people. Are, are you a poor person but from, from Not, your upbringing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like where did you grow up? I, mean, I said like when Will gave me that money that that I wouldn't have been able to pay my rent that month if it wasn't well, where, for where that guy. Where did you grow up? What kind of? Uh, Florida, Davie, which is like this like redneck trailer part of town. That's where I lived when I worked at McDonald's. Oh, yeah, there are some yeah. parts of Florida that are. Well, no, I know oh, yeah. Florida's a mixed. If bag. Trump yeah. wins, I'll know why. <laughs> Florida is <laughs> you know, the worst. It's not all Palm Springs, obviously. Well, yeah. half of Florida is like the South, really. You yeah. Know. The only time I got called the N word was in Florida. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And I probably know the person that did it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what was the context of that occurring? Uh, I'm just driving down the street. You really? Passing me by, yeah. You know what a lot of it is, is that Florida has no sense of identity. Because no one lived there until like the 60s and 70s and shit. So everyone overcompensates. Like in other parts of even like the South, like they'll, they'll, they'll keep their fucking mouth shut, even if they're feeling shitty things. But Florida, they're like, I've just got to like do this. It's like if the if, if the worst people read the secret right. and then followed through, that's Florida. And then we gave them guns. Yeah. Also. <laughs> on it, top of everything. It's that like Trump race is like not the people that support Trump, but Trump himself, where it's like, I don't even know if you believe this. You just like. The attention you get from saying it. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of like shitty Florida racism. Will is back joining us. How, who, Will, yeah. who'd you just bring on stage? Uh, Jim Norton. Jim Norton, okay. You still, you, and DC Bang just got out. DC was super funny. Do you, do you like, I mean, you're what? Do you, you do regular spots here? You don't just MC. Yeah, I do regular spots too. I mean, do, what do you prefer? Um, it's a toss up. When, when, I, when I host, it's like I, I could. I could do more. Like when you do a set, it's like you do a set and like joke A, joke B, joke C, jokes. Whereas when when you're hosting, it's very dynamic. It's very it's very loose. You have some have a good time. You do bad, you get you get you have a time to redeem yourself. You know, yeah, I, I don't like it. I told SD and my, we've discussed this, but I told SD at some point a couple of years back. Uh, no more MCing for me. <laughs> but but I, I was doing I'm glad it. you had that type of power. You see, white guys have all that power. Like, if I tell Essie no more hosting, there'll be no more will at the comedy seller. The Haitian population of this club will be down 100%. <laughs> I, I don't... 
I don't think that's true, uh, Will. I th- they think yeah. they like you well enough. Yeah. But the problem is they love you so much. That, see, I wasn't a host that they they absolutely were in love with as a host. So what for them it wasn't that big a kick in the pants when I said I don't want to host anymore. But you're like a mainstay host. They love you. I, I guess it's I guess how you do it, Mike. What do you like hosting or doing spots? I mean, I like doing spot. Like I feel the pressure like in hosting if. You know, if you don't set the table right and things like that. And I'm just, I'm a naturally awkward person. So like, are you guys ready to see comedy? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, hosting, yeah, yeah. hosts are generally expected to interact more with the audience to say things like, so, uh, hey, y'all, you know, how's everybody tonight? And No, sometimes I just go right into my act. I just start doing jokes. Yeah, well, that, you can do that, but most hosts are usually a little uh, more interactive. I want to be like, I can host a show if I believe in it, but like... Like, if I'm at a good club and I like all of the acts, you know, oh, but, yeah. like, I'm such an honest, like, autistic person that, like, if I didn't, if I really, like, didn't like the comic, it would show, guys, I'm sorry about this next person. <laughs> you know, my hands are tied. <laughs> really we got to put Wilson Vince on. Yeah. <laughs> See, I could take it. <laughs> you yeah. could take it. I know. You, 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 you prefer hosting? I think I prefer doing... Well, well, I host my own show, but I actually ask the audience to ask me questions. Like, I love talking about myself. I don't really care about the audience, but I don't want to really <laughs> engage with them or ask them anything. I don't care where you're from. I just want you to ask me <laughs> more about myself. But, yeah, I guess when I'm doing other people's shows, I Here at the I Comedy like Cellar, we don't ask SNL cast members to host. Oh yeah. So you wouldn't be hosting here. <laughs> there, there is a certain. Yeah, but there, there is a certain. But I did host a show the other night for a festival. Pardon? So I did. No, show. You, you might, but here at the Comedy Cellar, yeah. we don't we don't do that here. Unless you insisted on hosting, then they'd probably say okay. No, I wouldn't. But, but I hosting would never is generally not like they're not going to say Louis to Louis C.K. Louis, can you host the nine <laughs> the nine o'clock show? It's just generally. Well, he's not an SNL comic. No, he's not. So maybe he should host. But he's generally hosting is seen as something lower on some level. Or, uh, my mom, my mom did it for a year. My, you know, my mom was a comic in the eighties and nineties. Are you yeah. serious? Oh yeah, yeah. And um, Carrot Top and Larry the Cable Guy are the two mega famous people from when she started. So the fact she hasn't killed herself is a <laughs> amazing yeah. achievement. Well, what's uh, what's your mother's name? Uh, Alice uh, Colon. Alice Colon. Yeah. C O L O N. Yeah, named after the asshole right. she remarried. Wait, no. wait, how come you have a different last name? <laughs> Uh, remarried. But Col- Col- I guess that's. I'm all remarried. Yeah. That's a Spanish name, Col- like Colon. No, it's Colon. No, it's Colon. Like as in inflamed. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so she stopped doing stand up. Yeah, she stopped like in the early 2000s. Yeah. Which I, did, I didn't realize how long ago the early 2000s were, and then I heard my humps on the radio today, and I got well, nostalgic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like 9 That was a long time ago. It was. A lot yeah. of shit is that, like, when I think of 9-11, it seems like yesterday, but when I think of all the shit that's happened between now and then, yes. and how much the world has changed, Oh yeah. you know, it was like nobody was, it was, there was no social, there was no Facebook, you know, a lot of people didn't, I don't even think I had the internet on, I mean, a lot of people did, but you couldn't, you could not have the internet in 2001, and you were considered a complete freak. 
We were all on MySpace, and I have no idea I how it I works. I, I couldn't. I don't remember any. I don't remember what we did on MySpace, but I know I was well, on it. There was it. no MySpace. Not in, not in 2001. <laughs> and music when you go go to my little theme page. Could you yeah. imagine if 9-11 was now? You get the alert. Are you okay? Well, we were talking yeah. about. That's what I was saying would happen. <laughs> we were talking about. Like we were talking happened. about that before you got here, Will, because the other night we had the, uh, the bombing the other day, and a bunch of people in the audience started talking about it. Because they got alerts or whatever they got. Yeah, I got an yeah. alert on my phone. Like, it was and, a flood warning. But they were thrown out because they were talking about it and they were told to be quiet and then they were thrown out. Oh, wow. Because, because they, they were continued, trying to stop They terrorism. continued to right. talk about it. <laughs> but but it, was not, it was not a big thing that happened. Like, 25 people got hit and they all were out the hospital that same night. Well, it does appear that the quality of terrorist attacks have gone down <laughs> a great deal. <laughs> do you think... Do you think... 9-11. <laughs> do you think, like, ISIS members, like, talk shit about it? 25 wounded, pussy. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't even want to claim it. He wasn't no. even wearing the bomb. No. <laughs> if not, <laughs> oh, these terrorists ain't like they used to be. They like, they like yeah. no, I, I need to do it. You can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was emotionally distant from his own work. Like, he even was embarrassed by it. He's like, I'm not strapping this to my chest. And not only that, he didn't make it good. He, he, two guys pulled it out the bag and disabled it from pulling out the bag. You know that? The, the second yeah, bomb. And then they had the, the one where the robot tried to. Deactivated or whatever. If 9/11 was the oh. Rolling Stones uh, the other day, and Chelsea was the Bay City Rollers at best. Oh God! On that <laughs> note, <laughs> how long you've been waiting for you to know, wrap us up, Dan? Well, it's a funny thing, Will. You bring that up. Uh, <laughs> I did think about that before I got down here. No, is at a Bay City Rollers uh, concert right you now. Know, <laughs> Sometimes those 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 prefabricated jokes work well. Sometimes not. <laughs> One, of course, we, you never know what the response will be at home from our listeners on Sirius and uh, and on on podcast. Oh my God. But you all are familiar with the Bay City Rollers. That's not the problem. No, we are familiar. I, I don't know, but I'm sure. The Scottish band who did a song Saturday Night. And well, they also did. Um, there was one other song they had. Uh, Can you sing I, Saturday Night? S A T U R. Saturday Night. Saturday okay. night. Well, no. I was saying, why are you interrupting my, my, my Saturday night? <laughs> he wasn't. He was harmonizing. But that wasn't harmony. He was singing another verse. Uh-oh. Right, I'm just saying. No, there's no... Uh, Way I'm to not, bring it to a grinding halt. Not yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, I didn't bring it to a grinding halt. You brought it to a grinding halt with your, with your oh, exaggerated response. Uh-oh. It was a light-hearted... What uh, exaggerated response? Well, I lightheartedly said, why you sing a Saturday night with a different verse? And you were like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. I love white on white crime. <laughs> you, know, when you, he, when you, you exaggerated the, the intensity of it, like like De Niro in Goodfellas. It's like, oh, shit, sort. you want to take that, motherfucker? I did nothing of the sort. I didn't say anything about it. You, you well, brought you, it up. You, your face said everything <laughs> that needs to be said. I didn't even notice what was happening. <laughs> this is how much you read into things incorrectly. It's a Saturday night. Come on, Mike. Let's go. Let's do it. We can do it now. <laughs> I'm so scared. I've, <laughs> I've given up. <laughs> we all have. Do, but, but, so she, this has been another episode of You Asked Me to Do This. you know? <laughs> but you invited me. <laughs> Episode one. So, Sheer, do you know the Saturday, uh, the Bay City Rollers? I, when you started singing that song, I recognized that song. See, we're not so far apart as black and white. Oh, is that the? Is that what brings us together? <laughs> that one song. It seems like the Bay City Rollers. There couldn't be a whiter band in in in, in, in history. I don't know if I'm a good litmus for that. <laughs> Are you like? Um, did you grow up in a white? Uh, yeah, very suburban areas. My dad was in the military, so we were a lot of military bases. Move around a lot. Yeah. Okay. 
I was often one of a couple colored people. And wh- how you got into um, comedy? Um, I just started doing improv in college, and then when I moved here, started doing UCB, and then sketch and stand up. So you had a love. You had a love for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was a fan. Um, just a comedy fan when I was younger. Truly didn't know how to do it when I was younger because I grew up in Indianapolis and that was not a thing that was a plausible thing for people to do. But then when I moved well, to New York, it's it's not I just a plausible thing for anybody to do in most places. That's true. You know, if you don't grow up like Mike Lawrence had the benefit, I suppose, of growing up. Uh, with a with a comedian mother, I don't know. That made me not want to do it. Cause <laughs> no, yeah. Nothing your parents do is cool. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, watching my mom watch Chairman of the Board and going, "That could have been me." Did not make me want to do. Co- I, my, I watched. I remember I watched uh, Hook when I was like nine years old with Robin Williams. My mom walks in the room and she just goes, "He's a fucking joke thief." <laughs> oh God! So I I she never. She was telling me stories about like working with Dave Chappelle when I was watching the shitlock scene in the Nutty Professor. <laughs> can we can we Google your mother? Is she uh, or did she quit too long ago? No, only my stepdad gets to Google. No. Uh, Usually, <laughs> the kids don't want to be what their parents are, except, uh, unless if, if their mother's well, a hoe. Well, that's not what I'm seeing in Hollywood, where every actor's kid wants to be an actor. You know, um, or many many do. In any case, it seems there might be that that rule might hold. True, generally, but it seems like in Hollywood there may be an exception to that. Yeah. But we'll see what happens with Shiloh Jolie Pitt, the newly, uh, from a newly broken home. Yeah. And uh, we haven't, we didn't have time to talk about that, but about the the breakup of Brangelina. I don't know if that, will if that's uh, something that hits you personally. The day that, uh, the day Brad was able to admit he doesn't know any of the names of the adopted kids. (laughs) (laughs) What's you? What are you? Well, I'm kind of. I feel in the, like either I, I thought either they was gonna last forever like Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, he was no. married, but then he he well, met he, his he, real wife like all his his uh his, his soulmate, soulmate. Yeah. while yeah. he was cheating, and then and he ended up being with her till they till well, both well, of them died. Well, so she, I thought same thing with Brad when he left Jennifer. Like okay, maybe he needs to be with her, but then yeah, but then well, again, I, then there's karma. Like you know, like yeah. I feel like Jennifer's you know this is like. Oh uh, yeah, it happened to me now. It, it's funny how people do that. Like when when Gene Wilder passed away, and everyone was like, "He's in heaven with Gilda now." And there was this woman he was married to for twenty five years <laughs> that took care of him when yeah, he had exactly. Alzheimer's, which was probably the fucking worst. And she's like, "No, he's waiting for me." <laughs> it's fucking, yeah, basically, don't discredit the well, person yeah. he spent the rest of his life with. Yeah, that maybe they have sad. threesomes. I love you know? Um, <laughs> well, All of them are finally together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know better than that, though. You know that two f- super famous people being married has never worked in the history of never? the universe. Never? I don't think so. Joanne Woodward and maybe and Paul Newman were the closest, but I don't think Joanne Woodward was that big a name, other than the fact that she was married to Paul Newman. She was an actress. What about Tom Hanks and uh, oh, she, Rita Wilson? Wilson. Yeah, but she's not a big name. She was just in a couple episodes of Bosom Buddies or something. What about Lucy and Ricky? They well, were they divorced. S- they they divorced. They oh, split damn. up. All right. D- all right. Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman. Oh, divorced. Divorced. God <laughs> fucking damn it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, America's uh, couple? Uh, <laughs> they're divorced. Um, in, right. Certainly not in Hollywood. Now, you can be famous maybe in other areas. You know, Madame Curie and his, her husband maybe stayed mad. Uh, everybody's leaving. Where, where are you going, Montella? You got to see Adele as well? Let's go. All right. Well, we, we have to, uh, we're out of time. But thank you to my guest, Mike Lawrence. Uh, thanks for having and, me. And uh, Sashir 
Zemeta. Yes, you I'm got it. I'm making sure we're capturing all of this gold. That's all. All right. And, uh, well, thank you for that. And yeah. uh, you can see Sashir on the, what, what season? My God, it just keeps going. I remember it was season 15. We're like, enough already. And now we're at. 42? 42. 42. Yeah. The meaning of life, according it's, to it's, Douglas uh, Adams. Twice, <laughs> twice the, uh, the run of The Simpsons, I guess. It is not. Simpsons, I think, is on its 28th season. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Not bad for a Tracy Ullman spinoff. Mike Lawrence can be seen, I assume, at comedy clubs from coast to coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could probably check out his website. He probably has one. Yeah, MikeLawrenceComedy.com. Uh, yeah. And hopefully you can see them both at the cellar. Yes. Well, you can see Mike at the cellar. And Sashir, she said, she told Noam that she was going to. I'll come. I don't know that she will or she won't. I will come. Okay. Yeah. So people are free. And you're a delightful young lady. Yes. Thanks. I Thank appreciate you. it. Uh, Mike Lawrence is uh, he's a handful, but but, uh, <laughs> but we love him nonetheless. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you the next time on Thanks. the Live from the Table. What is the show even called? Live from the, <laughs> live from the Table. I don't fucking. That was the old name. How many sellers show?